0: Hi, and welcome to Serenity Now, a place for entrepreneurs to ask questions, learn, get connected, and be inspired. Join us as we talk about all things business and the search for the ever-elusive Serenity Now in both business and personal life. In this episode, Serenity Now for Entrepreneurs continues our conversation with Juliet Miranda of KidDrop as we dive into different scaling up methods from organic growth to getting investments. Juliet starts with some considerations that are brewing for her.
1: Think about, you know, growing quickly, but yet responsibly, right? And you forget that, you know, how did things used to get done before all these investment firms and all these, you know, very fast moving, decisions could be made whether sometimes they're not as amazing long term as you initially thought and you want to go into it fully informed and you know with the right resources with the right partnerships. that's you know that's another big question is you know you start making decisions as a group and do you even like each other you know is it is it going to go as well uh in the long run what
0: are some of the options that rita highlights
2: when you want to move forward to growth and scaling up the business obviously you're going to need to raise some capital and as peggy had mentioned earlier earlier, there's various forms of of figuring that out. And the non-sexy way is you figure it out on your own. (laughs) And that's, again, through your own profits that you've generated, and created in the business. And you can look to then perhaps get some funding from institutions or banks. You can look to grants. And typically, most of those are all what we call non-dilutive.
0: Peggy speaks knowing what's right for your business and when you are challenged by others.
3: The interesting thing about your comment there is that if they truly believe what you believe about your service, then they'll listen to you. If they're on board with you, then they will listen to you. You are the expert, not them.
0: Throughout this episode, several comments are made about continuous learning in business. Candice summarizes her experience with this.
4: The thought about being a student, at the same time knowing what we're talking about. So I think you should trust in what you've learned already, but be open to the fact that there's still things to learn. There's life, there's always things to learn, but trust in what you know.
0: This episode has a part one, and it may be valuable for you to understand the context of Juliette's growth needs at her current business stage. Whether you're growing organically or looking for investors to fund your business, this episode covers key considerations when selecting your fundraising options. Let's take a listen.
4: Welcome to another episode of Serenity Now for Entrepreneurs. Today, we welcome back Julieta Miranda from Fort McMurray. Rita, what are we going to talk about today? Oh, we're really excited to
2: have uh, Juliet back. And I think we're going to talk about something that again resonates well with our audience and ourselves, uh, because we've all had to go through this process. And we're going to talk about different growth strategies and scaling your business. But first, just for the listeners that haven't heard about Juliet, can you give us a little bit of an understanding of who you are, your background, and and then let's launch right into some of the thoughts on growth?
1: Thank you, Rita. My name's Juliet Miranda. I'm from Fort McMurray. I've lived there about 16 years. I started a company called Kid Drop, where a transportation service for kids, what I like to call a transportation solution for busy parents. We move kids to and from school, extracurricular activities, and custody exchanges. And I'm just uh, happy to be here. Thank you for having me again. Welcome back.
2: We're really excited to have you back. So in our last episode, we had to unfortunately stop, even though we were all quite sad and couldn't <laughs> believe how fast the time flew by. And we had stopped at the next steps for you, which was you are now ready to grow and expand this business, whether you're actually, I'll, I'll correct myself, whether you're ready or not. It people has to are, happen. Yeah. People, <laughs> people are asking for you to do this expansion. So There's been a few ideas that have been kind of kicked to the table, and and why don't we share a little bit about some of those ideas, and then maybe we'll unpack them. I'm
1: partaking in an accelerator program, which the word accelerator is true to its name. Okay, it's very fast-moving, so you're getting all sorts of ideas of expansion and growth. Two that we're, of course, uh, looking at are licensing and franchising. Although they sound sort of similar, they're actually quite different you know, potentially getting another business partner involved and scaling it that way. There's a lot of logistics and pros and cons. So I, you know, in that confusing entrepreneurial startup journey, uh, I'm always looking for advice. And yeah, how, how do we do that? Please share.
3: <laughs> so I guess one of the options that you didn't mention that always comes to mind with me, and I know it sounds kind of unsexy, but there always is an option for organic growth. When I say organic growth, I mean, you fund you. To grow at the rate that your company is comfortable growing without the addition of a partner, you know, a reduction in your own shareholdings or without angel investors, you know, just something that you access government programs that maybe help fund it, as well as you use money that you have created within the company from your revenues to fund further growth. That is something that is old school. I'm kind of old school. (laughs) And and it's not as sexy, but it might be an option that maybe isn't on the table that that we should talk about.
1: That's very true. You think about, you know, growing quickly, but yet responsibly, right? And you forget that, you know, how did things used to get done before all these investment firms and all these, you know, very fast moving decisions could be made, whether sometimes they're not as amazing long-term as you initially thought. And you want to go into it fully informed and you know with the right resources with the right partnerships that's you know that's another big question is you know you start making decisions as a group and do you even like each other you know is it is it going to go as well uh in the long run and so I still have that opportunity to make really good choices early on and so of course in a panelist of female experienced entrepreneurs and uh, in this realm it's invaluable information for me to to learn from your resources and your library
3: (laughs) your library
1: (laughs) (laughs)
4: I've never been referred to as a library before, but great. (laughs) So maybe we want to unpack some of those options because you didn't actually use the specific words. So, you, you know, you were talking about investors and shareholders. So there's a couple ways that you can bring on investors. So there's the angel investors or the partners. Rita, I think you know a little bit more about this than I do. What's the difference between those and the pros and the cons in in your view?
2: Well, yeah, absolutely. I I think the, the biggest thing is, is that when you want to move forward to growth and scaling up the business, obviously, you're going to need to raise some capital. And as Peggy had mentioned earlier, there's various forms of of figuring that out. And the non-sexy way is you figure it out on your own. (laughs) And that's, again, through your own profits that you've generated and created in the business. And you can look to then perhaps get some funding from institutions or banks. You can look to grants. And typically, most of those are all what we call non-dilutive. So that means you retain, you know, the, the shares of the company in terms of your equity position and your voting position. So that means you're still in control of the business. And, and you mentioned a, a panel of female entrepreneurs. We're also type A and we're all control freaks. So we, <laughs> we love that side of it. And I think that's probably why we all followed that organic growth route it's interesting that we all did the exact same method. Now, when you want to accelerate a little bit faster than what, you know, perhaps the institutions might be comfortable with, meaning that you haven't mitigated the risk for them sufficiently in the way they mitigate risk and the way they analyze business, the institutions typically are backwards looking. So they go, what did you do? Past performance. And then, Based on that, a little bit of your current performance, a little bit of your future projections will give you this much. (laughs) And this much typically doesn't make it for you (laughs) if you really want to accelerate faster. And so then that's when you look to the avenues of, well, if this is really what I want and I want to hit these goals in this amount of time, I can work with the bank a little bit perhaps, but I need to figure out a way to build that up. And an easy way to look at that is looking to investors. Now, there's many ranges of investors and many, what's the best way to put it? Pitfalls. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we'll just call it what it is, (laughs) pitfalls to these various types of investors. I'll just try to keep it a little more succinct. The way I like to look at it is I'd like to find a strategic partner or investor that has skill sets that will allow me to do Something that either I I actually don't have the bandwidth for or don't have the skill set for. So that person will help you get there faster. And that investor then is more kind of invested, committed, and they're using their skill set. So we're balancing out the strengths. But you've got to be careful because sometimes you have silent investors and sometimes you go to seed investing or venture capital. And we're going to unpack that in a different episode because there's quite a bit there. All of them come with varying degrees of, I guess, hooks or control or Mm -hmm. potentially even direction. There could be some loss of uh, or dilution of your equity. There could be some loss of control. But again, it all depends on what your end goals are. We kind of alluded to end goals in the previous episode with you. And we want to make sure that you know where you're going versus your ship gets turned around into a direction that someone else wants to take it. So I've
1: just said quite a bit. Let's unpack that. I think you're right. I think um, you could be going down a very scary path without recognizing it, especially in the beginning when you're just you make decisions reactive, as you had said, not necessarily proactive. And, you know, just getting caught up in the excitement and, you know, and it's not until you have a a contractual agreement in front of you with all the jargon reviewed by a lawyer that, you know, kind of lays out exactly the terms um, that you're, you're signing off on. I think that you're right. There's there's a lot of... What's interesting about the journey is that there's so many opportunities for error. And now error, failure, you know, those are all lessons, right? Some are harder learned. And, you know, trying to navigate through, you know, even just proper decision making. How much time did I invest in researching this? Or, you know, while you still have the control and the power, right? Because it's easy to get... Uh, to get sidetracked or to lose momentum or, you know, if you take too long, you know, people lose interest. And so, yeah, there's just a lot of navigating through, you know, proper decision making and, and having really strong seasoned sounding boards to, to fall back on, you know, those resources of support, like for example, this panelist here, how how, it's just, it's a breath of fresh air because I think that, you know, this experience resonates on on different levels, and you know it, we're so we're in an environment where we're, we're willing to to support each other and I really feel that way so you know the the advice that I'm getting today is is genuine and it's coming from a good place and that's that always means the most to me
3: and there's no hooks in it I think that is so important and you know and and we're not your mom and we're not your girlfriend who has no background to speak from. I mean, when you can talk to people who have, you know, we've got our share of scars, we've, we've had our share of hitting the walls and, and having made bad decisions and having to turn corners that we didn't expect to see what was around the corner. We've all done that. And, and I think we're speaking from our hearts when we say that, you know, be careful. There are people who are very excited about what you do because it benefits them. And it's because it meets their goal And, you know, whether it's a goal for the province, you know, you mentioned that in the past uh, podcast that the province had an initiative here, they created an accelerator, and this is their goal. And you're part of that. But don't lose sight of what you're about. I think you have Mm -hmm. a very special thing that has to be protected like your own child, right? Yeah, we consider our, our businesses, our babies, protect it. I
4: think when you have that end goal or ultimate goal or ultimate importance of, of the business always in mind. It makes decision making easier. It does. It gives you a if you're, mark. if you're evaluating every decision against that ultimate important goal or value or whatever it is that, you know, you're placing at the top of the pedestal, I think it makes those decisions easier. And I've learned that when you're trying to make a decision and you have people that are pressuring you to make decisions quicker the, those are the decisions that I tend to step back from and take more time because there's a reason that they're pressuring you there. There's a reason they're putting a time limit on it. And it's usually to get you hooked before you have time to have a rational thought or whatever the case may be. So, you know, the, the harder they push, the harder, you know, I, I just encourage you to take a step back and take a, you know, a solid look at it and not react. Don't be forced to react.
1: That's right. And, and also just recognizing that everything is negotiable, right? I mean, you may like certain parts of this uh, agreement and that you still have a voice that, you know, shouldn't be overshadowed by somebody's deep pocket. The interesting thing about your comment there is that if they truly
3: believe what you believe about your service, then they'll listen to you. If they're on board with you, then they will listen to you. You are the expert, not them.
1: Thank you, Peggy. I really needed to hear that, you know, sometimes, as I mentioned in the, in the previous podcast, you know, I, I feel really comfortable being a student all the time. I, I'd rather go into something knowing that I don't know what I don't know <laughs> than trying to think, oh, yeah, I, I get what everybody's talking about here. I'd, I'd rather, you know, just be that spectator and, and absorb all the, the information. But it's also important to recognize that, you know, you, you have experience. Nobody knows this business model, what you've built, how you've made decisions that you've made, and why it's resonating with other people and who's best to communicate that. So you are an expert in your own right. And sometimes that gets lost on us as, you know, startups or, or founders or, you know, just entry level into, into this, this world.
3: And another point I want to make, because I learned this too, that nobody cares about your business more than you care about it. Not your salesperson, not your admin clerk, not the guy who puts some money in and wants to make money on your back. You care about your business more than anybody will. And I have to tell you
4: that I've been doing tax for over 25 years. And I still have to remind myself sometimes that I actually know what I'm talking about. I can cite chapter and verse from the Income Tax Act, but sometimes I have to remind myself, oh yeah, I actually know what I'm talking about. So, You
2: know, I think it's <laughs> it's almost like a female phenomenon where we sit there and I've done my side on what is it going on? I stopped counting at 26 years now in business and working through, I don't know, we, we know it's thousands, tens of thousands of businesses. I hit the 10,000 mark. And yet still, sometimes I feel the exact same way, Juliet. So you are not alone in this feeling, and it's ridiculous it's that we ridiculous. feel this way. But this is also the power of the Serenity Sisters. But I also
3: want to tell you that age is a wonderful thing to bring you there, because I don't think I got there until recently. And all through my career, you know, I doubted my ability, I doubted my success. I doubt- anyhow, these girls made me realize that it that worked out pretty good. She's a rock star. <laughs> You
2: are a rock star, Peggy. If you can duplicate Peggy, you're a rock
3: star. <laughs> okay. Now now you're just making me blush.
2: <laughs> I think we touched on something very important and sometimes just not discussed. And we don't need to be blinded by, like you said, the deep pocket or the people or the that hype. we
4: think. The
2: hype. That, Yes, yeah. the hype or the, you know... What, what I find amusing sometimes is you get this person and they have this one success story and it's a big one, right? Have you duplicated that success is my next question. But And, and now everybody goes running to that new person that did this new thing, because it's today's news, not yesterday's news, and go, oh, you teach me now. And it's like, no, 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 find the one that can replicate it, the one that's duplicated success. But again, the one that fits you and Mm -hmm. where you want to go, you know, you're then still in control. Yeah, Yeah. I I agree. I think you just got to remember you're the boss here. Literally driving the bus, right? You're driving the bus. Yeah, you're driving the bus. (laughs) All those kids are taken care of. (laughs) I think that we've kind of unpacked a few things in terms of understanding that there is a lot of steps and you do get all of it muddled up in your head. And then today's new story gets exciting or today's new person reaching out saying, I can do this for you or I'd like to expand with you. But always remember, like Candace said, too, is just take that moment for yourself. Um, and it's on your timing. It's not on theirs. There, there is sometimes some sort of timing piece, like when you bought your commercial property, you had to get everything set up and done on time and such. But for the most part, as Peggy said, if someone is willing to invest in you and work with you and sees
3: who you are and the model and the business and what it can do for people, they'll wait. Yeah. If they really believe in you, they'll be alongside you and not pressuring you
1: yeah that's really good advice, and oftentimes you know, <laughs> and this goes back to just you know taking a step back and just organizing your you know where you're coming from because you know I'm quite impressionable. I get very you know th- thrown into different conversations of opportunity and possibility, which is my realm. I love existing in that in that space, but uh at the same time, just recognizing that you know things have to align properly and you know it may check off eight out of 10 of the checklist, but are your morals aligned? Are your values aligned? You know, you have to think long-term and I go into most things looking at them as relationships. You know, networking is relationship building. Acquiring new clients, that is a new relationship. Hiring staff, that is another relationship. On relationship building, it's what I value the most. It's always been how I gauge my life experiences with my children, with you know, their teachers, with my family, you know, life is about those relationships, whether they're colleagues, professional or personal, you know, as humans, we're not meant to be alone. We're meant to be together. We're meant to collaborate. That's just a a life lesson that, you know, is always by my side is, you know, being authentic, being true, um, being responsible and just caring. (laughs) You know
3: what? I think every time I hear an entrepreneur say that I'm seeing success coming. Because if without mm-hmm. the people, we, we, are, we, are, we can't have a business. If we don't have good relationships with clients, with suppliers, with uh, staff, what, what do we have? We have our own effort and that's it. And so if you want to grow, those relationships allow you to grow.
1: That's very true, Peggy. And I just want to share one thing about what, what I'm really proud of having built in my organization is that, you know, currently I hire only parents. So all of my drivers currently are moms and moms of young kids or school-age kids, but we, we all kind of face the same challenges. So we work collaboratively, uh, we, we share, we babysit for each other. So the, the culture within our organization is very, very mom, female, empowering, you know, a position which it's hard to have or create income for your family when you have to pay for childcare. And, you, you know, and this opportunity allows you to bring your kids on board with us. You know, work part-time hours, were, we're really quite flexible. So I'm just, I'm really proud of that opportunity that I wish was there for me. And I've been able to build the right staff.
2: Well, you're, you're just bringing tears to all of our eyes. So what we're <laughs> going to have to do is wrap this up. <laughs> um, and, and at the, you know, at the end of the day, you know, as you go through your decision-making process through growth and scaling, there's a lot of things to consider and and if you have the opportunity you can reach out to the Trinity Sisters we can do this with everyone and and again, there's no cost, yeah. but but there's also a group of people that you likely have in your corner and we would you know, encourage you to have those discussions with them and take the time to go through your process. At the end of every episode, what we like to do is a round uh, called a quick fire and we go around the room and we talk about either an aha moment from our entrepreneur or even ourselves or something that just resonated well with us. And I'm going to give Juliet a break mm-hmm. uh, and we're going to start with...
4: Candice. So today, um, I think what I want to reiterate is the thought about being a student at the same time knowing what we're talking about. So I think you should trust in what you've learned already, but be open to the fact that there's still things to learn. There's life, there's always things to learn, but trust in what you know and make your decisions with intention. Know what your ultimate goal is and make your decisions with intention.
3: And I just want to reiterate that you are the expert and the owner and the boss in your business, and with all the hype that comes around it, um, and you might feel you know flattered, but you also have to realize that there are other goals with other influencers that are around you that their that their goals might not be the same as yours. That you're attracting things because you have a wonderful thing. Just remember that you have a wonderful thing. I'm just going to
2: echo my sisters. Of course, we think just not only your business model is amazing, what you're doing to support the community and the other women and giving them these opportunities. Um, And you definitely do have something that I call gold or a gold mine. We Mm -hmm. know you're going to go far and, you know, take your time as you go through this process. And for our audience, Uh, Growth is definitely scary, and you're not alone, and it's okay to take the time to walk through the process, Uh, but I always say uh, definitely align it with your ultimate or end goals as you see fit, and you talked about this today, which is relationships, the who you surround yourself with. Is also a reflection of who you are, mm-hmm. and the people that you've already built up—they're with you, and they're probably going to be there with you for the long run. Just like my Serenity Sisters will be here for me. Mm-hmm. So, and and now for you too, Juliet. So that's that's my little takeaway, Juliet. You're you're last
1: on this list, so it's 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 off to you. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you because I feel like I've gained three new friends, friendships and relationships that are are deeply embedded, especially at this very vulnerable time, which is what I'm feeling. So I'm just grateful to to have resources and opportunities to talk to each one of you further beyond this podcast, which is quite special. And just what you're doing is so important. Um, You might not see it all the time, but, you know, especially for female entrepreneurs, the female journey can be quite lonely. And that's something that I'm actually really learning in in this accelerator program is it's it's a lonely uh, journey, but it's quite special when you're able to make true connections. In this crazy world, <laughs> so thank you for so much for having me.
2: Wow, well you broke us all yeah, down. We're all trying. We're all trying. Ho- hopefully, you can hear <laughs> what I'm saying. Um, I hope that Juliet, this episode or this time together has brought you some serenity now. And for our audience, we do hope the same thing. And if you did find this, perhaps you could share it with your other fellow entrepreneurs and help them also find some serenity now. Thank you.
0: We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up some good tips and best practices that would benefit your entrepreneurial journey. Remember, none of the content in this podcast should be relied upon as standard legal or business advice. Always consult a professional for your specific business. You may know someone who could benefit from this podcast. Please share it with your business community and perhaps it can give an entrepreneur you know some serenity now.